Hello and welcome to Outrageous Wellness. My name is Christine Erickson. I am a personal trainer, uh, wellness coach, and psychologist, and I'm here with Charlotte Safos and Kelsey Williams. Please introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Charlotte Safos. I'm a business person, a Reiki master, and an explorer of all things spiritual. And hello, I am Kelsey. I'm an elementary educator, a yoga instructor, and an aspiring expert of all things of the occult. Aspiring being the key word, always. (laughs) (laughs) We're always learning, right? Always and forever. Always and forever. Yes. Um, so today it's, it's March 6th today. We are, uh, in a waning, our, the moon is waning towards new over the next week. So we thought that this will be a good time, uh, to talk about letting go of what doesn't serve us. And, and then also talking about boundaries, which I feel like is also related. And that boundaries is, seems to be coming up. <laughs> seems to be coming up for some of us. So, um, yeah, and you know, go ahead. This kind of reminds me of like, there's this, this meme online that goes, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. And so I always think about that whenever somebody's talking to me and I'm like, do I want to do this? And I was like, if it's not a hell yes, then Kelsey, it's a hell no. <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny because we can start, we can use that, you know, that sort of, um, um, outlook, you know, for as long as we need to. And then when we're ready to, uh, be a little, you know, more, you know, gray area in how we look at things, you know, we can, um, but taking those sort of that black and white (laughs) approach can really help, you know, help, uh, help, help us figure out what's important and what's not. It's yeah. sort of like one of those, you're going through your attic, you know, like going rummaging through stuff and trying to figure out what to keep and what not to keep. And, you know, the old, you know, well, does this bring me joy? No. Okay. It's gone. Right. <laughs> we're leaving it. Then. Exactly. Are like you, just cutting ties. Saying, <laughs> are, you, are you saying that there's actually a hell maybe? <laughs> well, you know, that's when that that that's when you're like okay well well maybe I can uh, I can I can take some things on that 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 are helpful to maybe somebody else and uh, you know but just be very clear on how much of your energy you're willing to you're willing to give right does like, that make that sense. Yeah. And that makes me think of like the loving kindness meditation. And I think that a lot of people, um, they talk about this, like the filling your cup up before you fill other people's cup up. Yes, It's kind of like that thought process starting with, and I think we talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs last week. But yes, we like, did. Yeah. Knowing that you are set and like you're setting boundaries. So that way you're filling your own cup up and you're letting go of things. So that way you actually feel fulfilled already before you overflow into somebody else. <laughs> I always like that metaphor. I know it's cheesy. I know it's overdone, but I think it's important to recognize that that needs to happen is you need to be a full human before you go human other humans. Yes. (laughs) Yes, definitely. You know, and then there's, uh, so, and if you want to talk about it from, uh, from, from a tarot perspective, the four of pentacles card is, uh, 
I think of that as the boundaries card, even though a lot it's typically referred to as the miser card because it, the you know the traditional one shows this you know this this man he's sitting in a chair and he's got his four his four coins and he's like these are mine you know, <laughs> which yeah you know if you have a lot and you're not open to sharing it with other people yeah maybe that's not the best thing in the world but a lot of us. Well, I'll speak for myself, um, walked around giving so much of myself, you know, to people when it wasn't necessarily what I should have been doing. I should have been sitting and saying, no, this is my energy, you know, I need to hold on to it until I get to a point where I really can give, you know, without taking from myself. And I think it's so unfortunate, too, that, like, I think we kind of live in this society that expects um, us to give, give, give. And there hasn't been much as of until recently where people are like, hey, maybe you should be considering your own mental health currently and, and setting appropriate boundaries and knowing when no is the correct answer. And I think so many people struggle with what's the right thing to say when I want to say no. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, boundaries are are so important. And I think when we when we think about boundaries, um, it's helpful to also think about boundaries uh, with ourselves. Right. So when you say boundaries, maybe you think of the external world setting boundaries, you know, out here and putting my hands in front of me. We also need to have boundaries for ourselves within ourselves. And I think that's a really powerful thing to think about and some powerful work to do. Um, Because as, as you both said, if we aren't giving ourselves what we need, we can't give others what they need. Mm -hmm. And the four of pentacles is a great example, right? It's like you have four pentacles. If you give all four pentacles away, now you have no pentacles, But if you're holding on too tightly to those four pentacles, you're not interacting or exchanging or collaborating. Um, So it's, it's really cool to think about that as well. Yeah. And then the other card um, when it comes to boundaries that I think about is the, uh, the seven of wands, which is the, the figure, you know, he's standing up on, on like a hilltop and holding a staff, holding a wand and defending against wands that are down and, you know, um, below him. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a card about standing up for yourself and protecting what's yours. So it's sort of coming at it from a different angle, but sometimes we also, we need to speak up for ourselves, you know, like, Hey, (laughs) Hey, this is what I need. Um, yeah. Good too. Like just knowing that like you're there, you know what you need and not letting people distract you from it. Like that is, you know what you need. And I feel like, I feel like in the society that's been created, it's hard to know what you need amongst, you know, everything coming at you. And so we don't always listen to our intuition and recognize that. Yeah. And that, but, and that's two different things too. So knowing what you need is one thing, but then speaking up for yourself, which is so hard for a lot of people is a whole nother ball game, you know, like you may know what you need, but be afraid 
be afraid to 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 stand up for yourself. Right? Yeah. I agreed. And I think when we ask, when we say I need this and we ask other people to help to give me what I need, that's so empowering for the other people to see that being modeled. Mm-hmm. And so by you doing that, you're actually allowing them to help you. And then you're, you're modeling for them when they need something that you will be there for them. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And then the other part uh, of, you know, what, what I wanted to talk about or us to talk about today was letting go. Um, So once you figure out what you need and what you don't need and what doesn't serve you, how do you let go of people, places, situations, thoughts? Um, what's, a, what's a thought? Yeah. What's a thought that's been going? What's a thought that keeps recurring that you need to let go of? <laughs> oh my gosh. I need a Marie Kondo in my life. Let's have that conversation. <laughs> Kelsey's like, wait, I can really do that? <laughs> So, so let's, let's have this, like, let me flip this on you guys. I want to hear like, how would, how would you guys do that? Uh, what does it look like to let set a boundary and then let something go? Cause this is my struggle point in life. I'm just going to go straight there. Okay. Ask. So, well, there, there are a number of different ways to go about doing it and it depends on what it is. Um, so if you're needing to let go of a situation from your past, per, for example, that was traumatic. Um, and this is something, you know, most of us, you know, very few of us get, get to be adults without having something happen um, that, that was traumatic and that we need to let go of somehow. Um, so that would be what there's, you know, there's, there's a number of ways there's therapy, for example, we were talking about this before the podcast, in fact, um, you know, different types of therapy and what, what they can do for us. Um, so I've used a number of different tactics, so I I have done therapy. (laughs) I've been in therapy. I've, you know, I've done some ceremonial stuff with shaman. Um, I have done um, candle ceremonies for letting go, like little rituals, all sorts of little things that can help sort of you let go of those ties to the past. Um. Yeah. And, and, and in terms of types of therapy. So if there's something that you're doing, um, that you need to let go of, like, uh, like thoughts, we were thinking about ruminating thoughts, right? Thoughts that aren't serving us, <laughs> that are interfering with our lives. I so yeah. And Charlotte, you were talking about cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, and your experience with that. Yeah. I mean, I found cognitive behavioral therapy to be extremely helpful in this, in this regard. Um, and you know, to oversimplify, um, you, you will have a, um, a, a negative thought and you need to let go of it. Right. And so how do you do that? Well, you have to basically replace it with a positive thought. 
And again, I'm oversimplifying and it's not the power of positive thinking here. It's delving into where did that negative thought come from? You know, looking at it and saying, is this my story? Um, Is this a story I want to tell? Is this what I want for myself? And it's really reframing, um, getting into the nitty gritty of what that is and reframing it so that you can, you can let it go. I think letting go and this discussion of letting go is so important because, you know, we say this all the time, or I say it, you know, just let go. Or when you give a friend um, some advice, you're like, well, just let it go. You know, when you're in a tug of war with a situation person thing, right, you're pulling the rope, right? You're not letting go of it. You're pulling it. And the minute you let go of it, you can do anything you want. You no longer have to worry about it. It's not there. Um, You're not struggling against it. You're not fighting against it. It's such a great analogy to think about that. And then putting it into practice can be, can be really challenging. And as Christine said, you know, if, if, you know, you're talking about maybe a tiff with a friend, you can let that go a whole lot easier than you can, um, by giving up the career that you've just spent 20 years building. Right. I mean, this is, you know, this is the the challenge about letting go. Yeah. yeah. And you know, um, something recently that I've started cause I'm in therapy too, just straight up. I think therapy is the best thing ever. Uh, if you haven't tried it, I, uh, highly recommend 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I, one thing that I've, I've been learning about myself and I, I'm sure people can relate where it's like, I'm an overthinker. Like I over process things and I process it to a point where it can be detrimental for me. And so what I'm working on currently in terms of letting things go is thinking about it to a therapeutic point and getting to that place where it is therapeutic. And when I feel like I, it's starting to get deeply overwhelming, we're working on something called thought stopping. And she, she literally was like, picture a stop sign. And you like, you, you stop the thought and then immediately do something different. And so my current distraction technique that I'm doing is I'm listening to murder mystery, which is like, I mean, Maybe not like fantastic, but you know what? It, it's been helping. And I feel like those kinds of things are important for you to know is like you can stop that kind of downward spiral and reframe and then set a different habit and go somewhere else with it. Yeah. I, I remember when um, when I used to like just stress out over stuff, um, I used to, <laughs> my question was, is this life and death? If Is this going to kill me? No. Okay. Let's just drop it for a little while and move on to something else. Like that was my like quick way of like just dealing with, with thoughts that were overwhelming me. Um, you know, I, it's dumb, but it worked for me. You know, it's like you find what works for you. And, you know, then... Yeah. And then later, you know, later on, it's like getting, and that's not necessarily getting for me, for me, when I was doing that, getting at the root of what the issues were, that was something that I was ready to do later on, um, you know, through, you know, other types of, of methods, you know, whether the you know, more maybe psychoanalytical methods, Jungian, uh, you know, uh, but we all, we all come to what we need when we need it. There's so many different ways of getting at these issues on multiple levels. 
And, uh, you know, we find the level that we're ready to attack it with. And I hate attack because that sounds so negative because it really is a process and I've really come to enjoy it. Um, it's so fun to figure this stuff out, um, from the perspective in life that I'm at now. Um, certainly not, you know, 20 years ago. Um, it's very different for me now. But, you know, I, I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but it is so fun. I'm sorry. I'm geeking out on. No, yeah, I love it, too. And, and one of the things that, I've, I, that I've really, um, been into is something that people call automatic writing. You can call it journaling. You can call it, um, you can really call it whatever you want. And I, and I don't mean to say that because I know Kelsey doesn't like the journaling, and I know there are journaling. a lot of people out there who don't like the journaling, but I want my hand to go faster. But you know, <laughs> so think of it, think of it as oh, somebody's call, somebody's that calling. My me. Mother. I am so oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> did you just hang up on your mother? <laughs> but, um, what was I going to say? Um, so you can almost think of what Charlotte's talking about as, um, sort of turning off your ego and letting your mm-hmm. your your subconscious take over a bit. So maybe letting that shadow out a little bit, right? Exactly. And and Christine said that to me earlier and I think that is so genius and hitting on it because when you are trying to let go of something, a lot of it is your ego, right? There's a, a your ego is hanging on to it for some reason. And so by trying to get more into your intuition or your subconscious or your soul, however you want to think about it, just writing about a situation or, a, or, or something that you're trying to let go of can be really uh, important and meaningful. And I definitely encourage people to try it. Yeah. So what was your experience, Charlotte? So in this particular um, writing that I was doing the other day, it was about um, gradations of love and uh, the, uh, the experience basically was, you know, we come here in the physical world to experience gradations of things. And in the non-physical, when we're no longer here, dead, whatever, you know, our soul we're experiencing it in its most um, pure form in total bliss. And so we come here to experience the gradations to actually create a more pure bliss in, um, in the non-physical. And that led me to looking up things about dimensions of love and, and what those things are. And I, um, I stumbled upon a great article about loving kindness meditation that Kelsey was talking about er- earlier. And it has four dimensions, which I won't go into now. The bottom line is that as you do loving kindness meditation, you come to a point where um, you're you're able to allow to remain open hearted about perceived disappointment, um, and you have a more you cultivate a mature, all encompassing love for everything and everyone you encounter, 
which I think is really important because when you let go of something, you're not turning your back on it. You're not judging it. You're not, um, you're, you're, there's, there's nothing negative. You're basically letting it be exactly and going on with, with, with your life and really delving into the things that you want to be doing instead of holding on to that rope. Yes. And letting go. It's about, you know, once you truly let go of something, you don't feel the emotional, like the desperate emotional attachment to it that you, that you had felt. So, you know, it's like, so in terms of tarot cards, which I love coming back to sometimes, uh, the eight of cups, which shows eight cups in the foreground of the photo of the picture, excuse me, in the traditional deck and a figure walking off into, uh, you know, towards a mountain, you know, like leaving those cups behind um, that he had spent so much, you know, energy gathering and oh, it's time to leave them and to go off on this new journey, right? Um, and then the six of so, yes, it is beautiful. And then the six of swords, which Kelsey brought up right before we were were talking on the podcast, doing the recording, which is, um, which is a picture of a woman and a child in a boat and being, um, and being taken from rough waters into calm waters. So leaving behind like trauma, leaving behind a bad situation and, you know, moving into a new life. So those are my, those are, those are my letting go cards that I think about, um, you know, when, when I, when I think about these situations, because it's really a way of conceptualizing our experiences. Um, And I think too, it's like, I don't think we always realize even those situations that are not like you can't exactly walk away, but it is like I'm ending this part of my life and I'm transitioning forward. Mm-hmm. It does be more of a visual to say, you know, this is this is what's happening. Yes. I'm able to walk away from it. I'm able to let go. And sometimes, you know, we still have those remaining thoughts from previous moments in our lives. We have guilt or we have frustrations or we think about things like that. And something that really helps me with that is visualizing something like six of swords or eight of cups when you're literally envisioning yourself walking away mm-hmm. because you're liberating yourself from a situation that wasn't serving you anymore. Exactly. Yes. And um, Charlotte, you'd mentioned something about ancestral healing. What was that in relation to? Oh, that's right. I think we were talking about Sometimes we have things in our lives that have existed for many generations past. And I think um, this is, you know, treatment, behaviors. I I think we were talking about this in in, um, things like alcoholism. Yes. I also think that there's the behavioral piece, uh, right? You know, the great-grandfather... Um, uh, you know, went back on his word. So the grandfather goes back on his word and the father goes back on the word and the son goes back on their word, right? There's, there, there's uh, almost like an ancestral healing piece to um, many, uh, some of our traumas. To address, and yeah. Think, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and again, I'm sure, Christine, maybe when working with your shaman, um, 
you know, you've talked about ancestral healing, but it's really nice to go into a meditative state and just think about something in your life that you feel might, you can kind of see through generations and just envelop it in a nice sphere of light and just pour a whole bunch of love on it to, to stop that particular thing from um, perpetuating. Yeah. Um, so, and if you like uh, hearing the most juicy gossip, and you don't, and your family doesn't exactly talk about it, sometimes it's fun to start pulling some of those skeletons out. Oh, of the <laughs> <laughs> and you do that. So that was passed on to me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like a moment of realization and be like. I can work through this now that I know this isn't just freaking me. This yeah. is like everybody in the family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah it's, it's like, the book, man. Uh-huh. I'm done. I'm starting a new chapter. Exactly. You know, it's funny because, you know, I, uh, I was very involved in that 12 step fellowship, uh, early on in my journey. And, uh, and I mean, the first thing, the first thing that you learn is that you were powerless and that you need to surrender. And, and, and I knew a woman who has um, since passed away, um, but she would say, every time you walk through a door, put your hands up in the air and say, I surrender, just so you can remember and be really clear on the fact that, you know, <laughs> that you, you just got to let this stuff go, you know? And um, so that's always been a big part of my, uh, sort of my way of dealing with life is... And, you know, and we just kind of elaborate on those on those early lessons, you know, just trying to move forward. And, and I am so happy that I have found this more spiritual path of using ritual and using, you know, the, the community that we're building here to, to help uh, get through some of this stuff and work through some of this stuff and let it go. Um, yeah. Waning moon. So what are you letting go of? Yeah. So what are you letting go of? I always think in this of next that, week. Yeah. Silly yoga quote that goes, breathe it in and then just let that shit go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was wearing a shirt yesterday that said that. Let that shit go. Let that shit go. I was wearing my let that shit go shirt yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> We are all yeah. doing this together, but it's worthy to just let yourself be human and perfectly yeah. perfect all mm-hmm. of the time because mm-hmm. I am. Yep. <laughs> and I think it's it, it's really important for everyone listening to understand that some things you will let go easily and other things will be more challenging and everything in between and just be gentle with yourself, but do it because you can do it. And just put the work in and you will be so grateful. Yes. Great. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, guys, thank you so much. This was good today. This was really fun. I enjoyed this. Me too. Me too. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you. All right. Have a great week. And I'll see you next Saturday. Bye. Bye-bye.